Welcome pagans, heathens, and curious Christians to another episode of Pagan Haven, an educational tour of paganism. I'm your host, Astrid Dawn, and unfortunately, I am by myself again. James actually had to take a step back from the podcast as a whole because between personal life and scheduling and the time difference between me and him, it just was not working out. And it was more of an effort than we had originally thought so in the beginning, so it was just for the best for him to take a step back from the podcast. So obviously we're going to be rebranding, we're going to be changing up the logo and the cover art. There is a possibility that we will be getting another co-host on this podcast who is someone that I've known for 17 years, going on 18 actually. He is someone who I've always said is my twin flame. And he actually doesn't know much about paganism, which is something I was kind of looking for for co-hosts because I want it to be a discussion between me and someone else who may not know exactly as much as I do so that we're learning together in the different aspects that I don't even know when I'm doing these episodes. It just makes for a better conversation and possibly he can even ask the questions that you guys have in your head as well. And I'd be able to answer them right then and there on the podcast. We plan on meeting up next weekend and being able to talk out everything, so we're not exactly sure what's going to be going on, but I will keep updated on our Instagram and our Facebook page, so if you are not following those, you are definitely going to want to follow those. This is our second official episode, and we are going to be getting into familiars and spirit guides, so we are going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into witchcraft and This is actually a bit of my specialty. For those of you who don't know, I am a witch. I follow uh, the goddess Freya, which I have spoke about multiple times on my TikTok or anyone else who really knows me knows that I am a follower of Freya. But I am also a seer. I'm able to have visions, uh, talk to spirit guides. So when it comes to familiars, spirit guides, guided meditations, those are what I specialized in. So I'm very excited to be able to get into this episode with you guys. So what are familiars and spirit guides? Familiars or spirit guides are believed to be supernatural entities that would assist witches in their witchcraft or simply guide you along your path in life. Other names that they could be known as could be alter egos, doppelgangers, personal demons, personal totems, or spirit companions. They are thought to be basically the double of the individual that it's attached to. And even though that they do have their own independent life, they mainly remain close to the individual that they're attached to, kind of like a pet. Spirit guides are known to come in many different forms, even sometimes taking shape of human or humanoid figures. However, mainly they take the form of animals, which is when you hear your spirit animal. Familiars, on the other hand, are a little bit different and their purpose kinda depends on who they are serving. They can be seen as demons if they are serving someone who performs more darker magic. They can see be seen as fairies or lighter forms um, if they are in a lighter form of magic, but their main purpose was to serve and provide protection and guidance for young witches who were coming into their power. So looking back at the history of familiars and spirit guides, they were first mentioned in 
uh, European folklore of the medieval periods. During the medieval and early modern era, women were often accused of witchcraft, which were assumed to have these familiars. They would see familiars most often as cats, dogs, owls, mice, newts, or toads. They were seen by mundane people, which mundane people are just average people without magic. Uh, they were seen as like low-ranking servants or demons or fairies. They were believed that familiars would feed on the blood of their masters and witches. And in turn, these witches would be able to use them in their spell work. And this was all during the witch pandemic or witch panic. People were starting to kill off household pets, mainly cats, which is what led to the Black Death back in the day because of killing um, all the cats that would, you know, eat the rats that would infest. Neo-pagans and Wiccans believed in the power of companions and familiars. And I know I talked in my first episode about Neolithic passages, so I want to explain what Neolithic means. Um, the Neolithic period lasted from um, 2000 BC to 4300 BC, and it meant the new stone or like the new stone age. So when you hear me talk about like the Neolithic um, timelines, Neolithic pagans, it's basically back during those times. Native Americans believe that familiars were spirits or guardians. They normally took the form of any type of animal ranging from a butterfly to a giant buffalo, and they had referred to them as their totem animals. Mentions of familiar and spirit guides are found all over the world, including Africa, Asia, Australia, Eastern and Western Europe, and more. So when you're looking at just the history of spirit guides or familiars in general, you can basically find them in any of the basic practices or beliefs when you're looking at more like indigenous cultures. So now that we got into the basic history of spirit guides and familiars, before we start talking about modern day, what we see, you know, in our everyday lives, we're going to get into the sponsors of this podcast and what makes this podcast possible. And first, and the most important, as we always talk about, is our first sponsor, the reason that this whole podcast exists is the Golden Silent Films podcast hosted by Stuart Lee. It takes you back in time when uh, silent films were all the rage and talkies were just becoming a fad of some sorts. We talk, the, He talks about the actors and actresses that paved the way for modern day celebrities that you see nowadays. You get to see the struggle that they had to go through just to be able to get their five minutes of fame in the spotlight. And you get to see the different competitions that they had to win to even be able to show on screen. It's really interesting. Like I said before, it's it was not something I would actively go out and listen to, but now that I do listen to it, I find it so fascinating and just so interesting. So if anyone out there ever has any interest in the beginning of the movie era, the talkies, the silent films, you definitely want to go check out the Golden Silent Films podcast hosted by Stuart Lee. Also, we have Astrid Army, which is my brand. It is a brand where I am building a safe space for anyone. We have a Discord where people can come and chat with our group, ask questions about paganism, see sneak peeks of the books that I'm 
working on, and even find a gaming buddy, where we do have a small section for gaming where you can put in your gamer tags and be able to find other people who play the same system as you. We also have our merch store, which is up on Etsy under Astrid's Army. Some designs are being taken down as of today, and we are going to be making room for our new holiday shirts. We have Pagans are the reason for this season, and we have a Yule Blessing as two of our designs for our new shirts. So you definitely want to go check those out in our Etsy store. Also, we are sponsored by the app called Anchor. You want to use Anchor to be able to make a quick and easy podcast. It has different intros and outros. You're able to edit your audios and set a scheduled time for whenever your podcast is meant to be released. Definitely go check out the app. It's free and it's so easy to use. Now, before we get into the rest of our podcast, I have two winners for our free shirt giveaway because one was not claimed from our last podcast. So before we started this recording, I had asked my book editor from Astrid's Army to pick a number between one and 13, actually two numbers because of the fact that we have two winners and there were 13 comments on this section. So we're going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven was the first number he gave me, which is AP Cosplay Author. So AP Cosplay Author, I know you are in my Discord. If you want to shoot me a quick message in there or shoot me a message on TikTok, you can claim your free shirt. Just go ahead and reach out to me and I will give you all the info that you need to be able to get this. So the last one was 13, so we're going to go all the way down to 13, which is Nicholas Nine Man. Nicholas Nine Man. I will have these up on our YouTube uh, so that you can see the visuals of the people who actually did win. If you're not sure if that was you who won the shirt or not, you'll be able to confirm it there. But yes, so AP Cosplay author and Nicholas Nine Man go ahead and send me a message, reach out to me so that you can claim your free shirt. You have up until December 1st to be able to claim that shirt. So now that we got that out of the way, the sponsors out of the way, we can get into talking about modern day spirit guides and familiars and how they are seen now. Since the 20th century, some magical practitioners, including people who follow Wicca, can use the concept of familiars due to their association with the older forms of magic. They can use pets or wildlife or even believe that invisible versions of familiars act as magical aids. These invisible forms are more often spirit forms or your spirit guide. They are creatures that are sensitive to psychic vibrations and have extrasensory perception of magic and can be used as magical helpers. They are also believed to be able to sense dark magic. For those of us who try to stay within the light, they are very good at being able to point out when dark magic is near. It is believed that witches or those with magical abilities could sense the spirits in the animals or the companions they have. Speaking as in pets or wildlife, you'd be able to sense the spirit that is in them that makes them that familiar, that connects your guys' spirits together. However, it can be difficult for some people to find their spirit guides or their familiars. For people like me, where it's our specialty and it just comes to us naturally, it's a little bit easier, but other people may need help to be able to find their spirit guide or their familiar. 
and it is also not necessary for everyone to have a spirit guide or familiar. It is only if you feel like you need one to help you in your practices or be able to guide you down your path. Familiars can be physical animals where spirit guides are more of like an astrological being that decides to join your path. So since we were able to talk about the history of familiars and spirit guides and what they're used for nowadays, we're actually going to break them up into two separate sections where we talk about familiars specifically and spirit guides specifically. So first we're going to get into familiars. A familiar is an animal uh, that is something that you normally have a magical connection with. However, it's a bit more complex than just a connection. Familiars are not just pets, so not every pet that you have is going to be a familiar. You can have pets in your lifetime that become familiars and are specifically animals that you have connected with spiritually. You normally see them frequently in your dreams or they can even speak to you in your dreams. Familiars are psychic and can often um, clue you into things that you may not even pick up on. When I think of this kind of stuff, I think about like service animals and emotional support animals, how they're so trained to be able to pick up on the little signs that your body gives out. Familiars are able to pick up on the energies and the magic that's around them. They can even have the ability to bring you psychic visions and be able to teach you life lessons, guiding you along your path if you're able to understand and listen to them. Spirit guides, specifically, are things that can come in different kind of forms. They can be real animals or they could take different kinds of forms, whether they're like mythological animals, more humanoid type of an uh, creatures that decide to follow you on your path. There's even possibility to have a dragon as a spirit guide. You normally find your spirit guides through meditation, and when you first seek out your spirit guide, you may see many animals that do come to you at first. You want to try talking to them and seeing which one sticks around and which one appears more often to you while you're trying to find your spirit guide. And you definitely want to keep in mind that your spirit guide can literally be any type of animal. So even insects could be your spirit guide. Learning the name of your spirit guide is a trusted bond and you want to make sure that you never speak your spirit guide's name to anyone else. It can be considered a betrayal of their trust. You also want to keep in mind that spirit guides have chosen to follow you on your path and not the other way around. You are not choosing your spirit guide. They are choosing you. You don't want to turn this animal away. Spirit guides have a specific lesson to teach you and you can have multiple different spirit guides throughout your life. Some may stay with you for a long time and some may only come for a short time but it's okay for them to change over time. So you don't have to feel like you're not understanding spirit guides because of the fact that you've had multiple ones. It is very common. As I've had a spirit guide for most of my life and for a while it changed to another and then my original one ended up coming back after. So you, you can have multiple different spirit guides throughout your lifetime just as you have familiars. If at any time your spirit guide becomes distant or angry with you, it's because you're not following the path that you are meant to follow. Uh, you can normally tell that your spirit guide's unhappy with you because you'll see a change in their behavior um, and 
they normally do this because they're sensing a change in your behavior, that you are trying to be someone that you're not or try to simply fit in. This will put a strain on your bond with your spirit guide and can lead them to not even recognizing you anymore. Because spirit guides and familiars connect to your soul and if you are not being true to who you are, they are not going to be able to recognize that. So that is basically the history of spirit guides and familiars and what we use them in modern day practices. You get to see the difference between familiars and spirit guides. Uh, you find out that it can be physical or astrological, but it can be difficult to be able to find your familiar or your spirit guide. And it is okay to be able to reach out for people who specialize in that kind of things like myself, where I specialize in guided meditations, vision quests, being able to summon spirit guides. It is okay to be able to find someone to help you along that path. And you do have to keep in mind that the bonds that you create with these spirit guides or these familiars are not unconditional. That you can turn your spirit guides away from your path because of the fact of you disrespecting them or refusing to follow the lessons that they're trying to teach you. But familiar bonds can transcend, transcend lifetimes. When you look at like dogs where they talk about like you feel like your new dog was your old dog sending your new dog to you it's kind of the same way where you see familiars it's the spirit that inhabits those animals so and that's my familiar in the background shaking you can hear his collar going but yeah familiars they have spirits that go into their bodies and you know they're they're there to connect to you so there's a possibility that you can continue to find your familiar even after the host of the familiar's body died our next episode is going to be released on December 15th, just like the 15th of every month that we are planning on doing. And that one is going to be about the history and modern day practices of Yule, which I'm super excited to get into because not a lot of people know about the history and practices of Yule, and they'll be very surprised to see how close it is to Christmas. So we'll get into all of that on December 15th. Keep in mind that we have our new shirt merch drop for Yule, where we have two new shirt designs. I am currently also working on ornaments and maybe some other Christmas or Yule type uh, decorations for this season. So we'll just keep an eye on the Facebook page or the Instagram page. Our next free giveaway is actually going to be announced on the Facebook page. So instead of it commenting on my TikTok videos, it's actually going to be on my Facebook page. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Also, we are planning in January to do an episode talking about gods. Now, my question to you guys is what kind of gods would you like to hear? Whether you're on YouTube, you can comment in the comment section what um, branch that you would like to hear from, or you can send an email to asherthepagan at gmail.com. You can also comment on Instagram, on Facebook, or even on my TikTok, which is Asher the Viking Queen. Basically, what I'm trying to find is a branch that you're looking to learn a little bit more in, whether it be Norse, whether it be Greek, Egyptian, Celtic, whichever. I'm going to talk about three, maybe four gods within that type of religion for the month of January. That is basically what I want to try to get into moving forward. I'm hoping to be able to release podcast episodes maybe every couple weeks. It all depends on my meeting next weekend with my twin flame to see if he is going to be joining this podcast. 
if I'm going to be doing this solo, I don't see why I couldn't do this every other, uh, every other weekend, every other week. Um, but for right now, just know that December 15th is our next scheduled episode to drop and it will be about Yule. So until next time, just keep following your paths and learning as much as you can. And I will see you next time.